from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. This is My Guys in the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. Monday, everybody. Welcome into My Guys in the Desert. Stormy Bond and Tony hanging out with you for the next hour. Live from Las Vegas, coming out of our VEASAN studio at Circus Sportsbook. And when I say happy Monday, I mean it because, boy, was it a good day for betters yesterday and bad for the books, which we love. NFL favorites 12-1 and straight up, 11-2 ATS made even more incredible that six teams out there covered by nine or more points. Uh, only the Panthers failed to win a cover. Browns also failed to lay the three um, overs, nine, three, and one. So we're going to break down all that was a, a hectic NFL Sunday yesterday, give you a look ahead to Monday night football tonight between the Rams and Cardinals in the NFC West. And, of course, what's upcoming next week. So a very NFL-heavy show, but we'll have some help from my friends to break it all down. Jimmy and Vinny over the South Point going to join us and give us the odds maker's perspective. Hopefully, we, maybe we'll get a tear. Maybe we'll get a tear from Sunday. Uh, Michael Lombardi, former NFL executive, host of the Lombardi line here on Beeson, will join us as well as Steve Buchanan, NFL betting analyst at DraftKings, going to get us some of the best prop betting opportunities for the primetime game coming up tonight. And there are a lot of really good options out there. So let's get the day started, though, like we always do with our top five stories you need to know, things that impact us in the betting sphere, starting with the Sunday night football game last night with the Green Bay Packers. Not only do they win, they cover the 12 and the Packers, they went over themselves. 45 points, went at 45-30 over the Bears. Rodgers still owns them, living up to uh, his no regrets comments. 341 yards, four touchdowns, 23-5 and all-time now against Chicago. Good to note, though, post-game, Rodgers did admit to suffering a setback with regards to his fractured toe, that it feels worse. Surgery, in his words, remains a last resort option. So we'll see what ends up happening there with Rodgers and his little poke. Uh, Ravens quarterback Lamar Jackson, also another quarterback injury update, carted off the field in the second quarter of the Ravens game against the Browns. Sprained ankle, did not return, and head coach John Harbaugh told reporters today that, fortunately, it's not a high ankle sprain. Um, he is expected, as of now, to play Sunday. Ravens getting five against the Packers this coming week. Uh, Tyler Huntley, though, did play well in place of Jackson. 27 for 38, 270 yards and a touchdown, added 45 yards on the ground. Just could not complete the comeback. Browns now one game back 
in the AFC North. Continuing some of our injury updates, there's a couple of them to know with the Buffalo Bills. Josh Allen dealing post-game. We saw him come into his post-game press conference with a boot on his foot, reportedly a mild case of turf toe. He told reporters it's no big deal, but maybe a little bit of a bigger deal here with Emmanuel Sanders, head coach Sean McDermott, saying he suffered a knee sprain, most likely out week 15 against the Panthers coming up. The Bills' overtime loss to the Bucks is very bad news for Buffalo in the standings from first to worst over the last couple of weeks. Now that last wild card spot, they're two games behind the Patriots in the division, which at one point earlier this season seemed like an absolute lock. I remember we were talking about the Patriots winning the AFC East as a hot take. Not hot anymore. Minus 360 to win the division. Um, but three other teams now at 7-6 and six, waiting to overtake the Bills. We'll see what happens next week, hosting the Panthers as double-digit favorites at home. The Washington football team quarterback Taylor Heineke had to exit Sunday's 27-20 to 20 loss with the Cowboys with a knee injury himself. But at this point, doesn't sound like it's too serious. Ron Rivera told reporters this morning Heineke's sore. The team will monitor him over the course of this week. But that final score, 27-20, not indicative of how this game went. Washington was shut out in the first half clawed their way back. They're still in the playoff picture, though, despite that sub-500 record. Four other teams also 6-7. and seven. So uh, we'll see what happens there. Eagles next on the schedule coming up this Sunday. Monday Night Football tonight. We told you already, Rams and Cardinals. Cardinals two-point favorites. Total in this one, 41. And if the Cardinals do win this game, they'd be the first team in the NFL this season to officially clinch a berth in the postseason. Some injuries to be aware of. Uh, neither team really beat up, but coming out about an hour, hour and a half ago, news that Rams corner Jalen Ramsey as well as tight end Tyler Higby, both placed on the reserve COVID-19 list, will be unavailable to play today. Unknown whether or not those are positive tests or close contacts from the, the reports I've seen. So TBD, what comes next for L.A. from that standpoint, their center Brian Allen is also doubtful. Tonight, as for the Cardinals, left guard Justin Pugh is questionable. Running back Chase Edmonds has been on IR since week nine designated to return, but will he be active? We'll find out this afternoon. Uh, we all know the Cardinals beat the Rams earlier this year, 37-20 back in week four. Cardinals have been one of the best covering teams in the NFL this year, 10-2 straight up, 9-3 ATS. Meanwhile, the Rams, 8-4 straight up, 5-7 against the spread. Now, uh, with review of all of yesterday's action in the NFL, I had this idea of kind of like the good, the bad, and the ugly, like, but it's the good, the bad beats, and the ugly. I wish that we could have the sound effect like the but you'll just have to deal with that for me. Please never cut that, Stephanie. If we ever need to do anything weird, let's not cut that audio at all. But there were a lot of things that fit into these categories. So let's start with the good. And one of my favorite things that happened all day uh, on Sunday was the Broncos tribute to Demarius Thomas. Um, in their first play of the game against the Lions, had 10 men out there, took the penalty. You saw the Broncos players and Lions players and everybody there in the stadium giving a round of applause for the late 33-year-old former Bronco player. And uh, it was just a really, really nice moment. So I would argue that's the great, not just the good, but a really good way to get our, our NFL Sunday started for what was obviously a very hard and sad, sad time. But then to ultimately go on, do that tribute, get the win, 38-10, to 10, um, and turn turn that into a nice moment for them all to remember Demarius Thomas also the Cowboys so let's talk about this Mike McCarthy obviously last week had his guarantee that his team would beat the Washington football team and it did get a little dicey but you called your shot Mike McCarthy and the team delivered despite giving up like we told you earlier 24 nothing halftime lead so give props to the defense in that one forced four turnovers led to 17 points bailed out Dak Prescott and the Cowboys offense and how about Micah Parsons two sacks in the first half to extend his rookie team record two sacks shine out of the NFL rookie record with four games remaining and last one here in the good Justin Herbert first player now in NFL history to throw 30 touchdowns in each of his first two seasons literally no one else has done that even Patrick Mahomes we all know how incredible his start to his career was only Justin Herbert had 275 yards three touchdowns and no picks in LA's win against the Giants to reach the number including I mean can we talk about that jaw drop dropping strike 59 yard touchdown pass off balance looked incredible just I mean people can't do that 
Incredible. Um, I saw on Next Gen Stats, too, the ball traveled 63.8 yards in the air, second longest completion of the NFL season. Time for the bad beats. Browns betters, minus two and a half at the Ravens. That one was rough. Cleveland gave up what was at one point a 24-3 lead. And while, yes, they did get the win to improve their record and playoff standings, it was a brutal beat if you backed them at two and a half. Final 22-24, Ravens showing no quit, even without Lamar Jackson, Tyler Huntley, fourth quarter to remember with those two touchdown drives, including the one of Mark Andrews that cut this thing to two points, recovered the onside kick. I honestly just wanted them to complete the W. Uh, my dad was, we know his get rich with rich pick of the week was the Ravens, so he had uh, the sweat of all time. But if you were on the other side of that, brutal. Uh, the other one here, Bills plus three and a half against the Bucks. Bills stormed back from down 24-3 themselves in the first half. Made it 27-24. Opportunity to win the game in the red zone. No call on the pass interference that would have set Buffalo up. First and goal from the one with 22 seconds left. But instead of uh, winning straight up, covering the spread, they kicked the game-tying field goal, losing OT. Bucks 95-yard touchdown drive. Incredible pass from Tom Brady to Brashad. Perriman walks it off. Brady, of course, 700th. Career touchdown, um, brutal, brutal ending. And then the 49ers and Bengals, I'm over here. We all know I'm a 49ers fan. I was ecstatic about the win. And overtime, I was very, very stressed. But in terms of the total, I'm glad I stayed away from this one because 48 and a half, this thing was 20 to 6 with 10 minutes to go. And San Francisco ends up winning 26-23. It's not called undertime for a reason. We all say it on the program all the time. Overtime is where unders go to die Brutal ending uh, since he tied the game with just over a minute to play in this one. And I mean, blame George Kittle for the setup and Brandon Ayuk for going out there and scoring the touchdown. But a big win for the 49ers and a tough one if you had that under 48 and a half. The total ultimately hit in 49. Now time for the ugly because there is a lot of ugly on Sunday as well. And if you are the Raiders, if a team already beats you 41 to 14 this year, maybe don't poke the bear with a team meeting on their logo, getting hyped for the game. Patrick Mahomes even said that added to their motivation. Vegas got smoked 48 to nine. And we all remember last year, Brent Musburger was even on the program just last week telling us about the Raiders taking that victory lap around Arrowhead after the upset in KC last year, drove the bus around the stadium. Also, on our ugly, not-so-sweet Caroline, Cam Newton loses his third straight start. What an odd game. Throws the pick six, benched. P.J. Walker throws a pick in his second pass. Cam comes back in, fumbles, benched again. Ugh, what an ugly game. Since their 3-0 and start, Carolina lost eight of their last ten games. And then the ugliest of the ugly, which we'll talk plenty more when uh, Michael Lombardi joins the program a little bit later, it doesn't get uglier than the Jaguars and the Urban Meyer situation. Also good to note, uh, bottom of the barrel teams all officially eliminated now. Jags, Jets, and Lions officially eliminated as of Sunday. Texans were already done last week, but uh, yikes. That is a, a coach in Urban Meyer who has lost his locker room, lost his coaching staff, losing just about every game, fall to 2-11, and 11, and an ugly shutout against the Titans, 20 to nothing. So, uh no fun being had there, but I'll tell you where there is some fun in college football and bowl season, which is approaching. And with it starting out this Friday, VEASAN's got you covered with our all-new bowl betting guide. This thing is awesome. You get matchup analysis on every single bowl game, including insights, trends, data, and predictions to help you make your best bets. And whether you're betting on every game, you're playing contests, you just want a few high-key value props, the VEASAN College Bowl betting guide can give you that edge in every way. Get your digital copy today, just $19.99 at vcin.com slash subscribe. And, uh, you know, good, the bad beats, and the ugly. We'll have a lot better looking things to talk about here. On the other side of the break, are the books overreacting to a couple of these futures? We'll see, and we'll talk to the odds makers themselves, Jimmy and Vinny over at the South Point. Join us. Stay with us right here on My Guys in the Desert. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. You're listening to My Guys in the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back, everybody. This segment of My Guys in the Desert brought to you by Zen Nicotine Pouches, a fresh way to enjoy nicotine without all the baggage of cigarettes, dip, or vape. No more smelling like an ashtray. No more spit cups. No batteries to charge or leaky equipment to deal with either. Zen Nicotine Pouches are smoke-free, spit-free, and they're available now in 10 different varieties, including spearmint, wintergreen, citrus, many more. Plus, for your convenience, every variety comes in two strengths, so you can easily find the satisfaction level that works for you. Zen, America's number one nicotine pouch available in over 100,000 locations nationwide, meaning it's never been easier to find your Zen. Head on over to zen.com slash find to locate a store near you. That's zyn.com slash f-i-n-d. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Stormy Tony back with you live from Circa Sportsbook in Las Vegas. Time for a little overreaction Monday. We were looking at some of the futures odds coming up for a couple things it looks like the books adjusted a couple things maybe a little bit too much or is it we'll see starting with the chiefs right now are just behind the buccaneers in the super bowl odds now plus 550 bucks at plus 500 and i know they've really seemed to fix a lot of their things particularly on defense the chiefs have been significantly better defensively but I want to see the performance they've had against the Raiders against somebody else. Call me crazy before your big Super Bowl favorite here. I'd like to see you beat somebody dominantly that's not Vegas because 89 of the 166 points they've scored their last seven games have come in those two against Vegas. That's more than 53% of all the points they've scored the last two months. So hang 48 on the Chargers in L.A. this Thursday as a four-point road favorite, and then we'll talk. Okay, so maybe a little overreaction there. For the first time this season, we're seeing minus odds in the MVP race with Tom Brady from plus 175 last week to minus 150 today. Aaron Rodgers sitting there behind him at 6-1. to one. Um, I am a little bit surprised it jumped to that extent. Maybe a little bit too much credit being given for the walk-off win. Obviously, great win for the Bucks over the Bills. Um, but they had a lot of chances to just put that game away, and they didn't. Meanwhile, Rodgers, I know he's trailing Tom a good bit in the touchdowns and yards, but he's doing a lot by his freaking self, right? Like overcoming god-awful special teams. Mason Crosby, carry the defense, injuries on the offensive line. Could go back-to-back, potentially. I don't know. Plus, I think they take recency bias into account in a lot of these things. January 2nd primetime game, Sunday Night Football against the Vikings. He'll get the last say in all this stuff. Last one, Micah Parsons, Defensive Rookie of the Year. We know essentially wrapped up at this point. He's been killing it. But now he's closing in on Defensive Player of the Year, up to plus 400 now after another great game. Two sacks in the the forced fumble. Um, I do think he deserves to be in that conversation for sure. Miles Garrett and TJ Watt co-favorites up here at plus 300. So plenty of competition, especially with the show Miles Garrett just put on. Um, but he's playing multiple positions, been one of the best wherever you put him. The Giants on this I don't think this is an overreaction. I really, really like Micah Parsons, one of the best defensive players in the NFL right now, and rightfully so, getting higher on that odds board. Uh, let's talk some more odds with our guys 
Jimmy Vaccaro, Vinny Maiulo over at the South Point. Thank you for joining, guys. But I have to ask you, like, is this one of those days where Christmas came early for betters? Are you guys, like, shining off the lump of coal? It was a rough Sunday. You see this, Stormy? <laughs> this is all Jimmy got left. <laughs> 80 What you got in your pocket? <laughs> Are you happy now? Are you happy? I would never want to do <laughs> that. All you players you. kicked our ass. Our you know what, young lady? It was a it was a bad Sunday for us. Naturally, when you get that many favorites covering, and uh, in a sense, what it does is just keeps catapulting everything before it. So we got off to a slow start with the early 10 o'clock games, and then the one o'clock games were nothing but losers. And then uh, you know, even with a 10 nothing lead with the Packers taking 12 and a half, I thought we might have had a small chance. But then some of these calls that they made. But you know, that's the racket, kid. Let me tell you something. You get your butt kicked, you get up and you dust your butt off, and you. Go again. Now we're going to get our butts kicked tonight, also because there has been so much carryover that we're going to lose no matter what. But, you know that's part of the racket. Uh, if you have losing tickets, you rip them up. If you have winners, you come. Here's a really the telling point. I was walking around yesterday with Chris after the the uh, the one o'clocks out were done and we posted the odds, and there were as many people in the sports book as there were you know leading up to the start of the uh, NFL Sunday because everybody was making bets. Well, the lines were just as deep. People capitalizing and and. Uh, obviously winning their parties but yeah that's the way the racket is kid you pay you, you keep it you lose you rip up the ticket those for afternoon me. games are christmas wild. go for it Vinny. yeah christmas christmas hanukkah kwanzaa what did i leave out i mean did it come early yeah it did and uh, to jimmy's point you know when you have that many favorites uh that that cover and that many overs which folks we've talked about uh, at length um that you know what the interesting thing the key yesterday was uh, not so much the straight bets. It was the parlays yeah. and the parlays to uh, with favorites uh, to the overs. And that's what the, uh, the general public in particular gravitates to. Mm -hmm. And um, they did well. So, uh, like Jimmy said, we tip our caps. Uh, we stimulate the economy going into the holiday season. And uh, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll reload tonight. Well, Something yeah. that uh, obviously we only... Go ahead, uh, Stormy. I'm sorry. Oh, no, I was just going to say, like, I know, Jimmy, you kind of mentioned it already, but I was just curious how that bleeds into today. Like, what is the carryover with the Monday night football game now? Uh, we lose 200,000 as soon as they kick off. <laughs> <laughs> it, it doesn't matter who's winning at the two-minute warning because it won't make much difference. You know, you know, getting to something that obviously hopefully out, out there people understand what this racket is all about. Last Monday and Tuesday when Chris put up the numbers for this week, you know, there was a lot of money on those big eight, nine, ten-point dogs. It really was there. So the smart guys got kicked in their ass also, if you want to call them smart. So sometimes we over-exaggerate on, like, the strength of, like, knowing something. But if you watch them games yesterday, you, you just saw there was just, like, one or two uh, plays that turned the whole game around. And this and, and this Sunday, it turned around in favor of the favorite. So it's something that you see. You've been around this all your life. And like I said, there's really no answer. Uh, no overreaction. No nothing. The the numbers up for next week all, already, kid. And Vincenzo, we talked yeah. about it on the break. Yep. Saturday games start now. Saturday games in the NFL now with bowl season started. Look for a monster weekend for the sports books. Trust me on that one. Yes, Dormy. It's a it's a matter of which is uh, uh, which. Uh, uh, Outcome tonight is is the lesser uh, of the of the uh, uh, evils, but you know what? Uh, it's a no-win situation from a monetary standpoint for the books, whether it's uh, the dog or the favorite tonight. And again, what the worst scenario would be if the Cardinals win by exactly three, right. uh, because uh, we did go from three to two and a half, and here at South Point we don't move the money on three. So, um, but again, these th there's always a weekend like this every year, at least one. Uh, and again, what you do is you, 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 you know what, you congratulate the players. They, they go on and uh, they'll be back with even more. J to Jimmy's point, we got a Thursday night game. Oh, and by the way, two, uh, two games on Saturday, uh, and they're both in, in great spots, 130 Pacific and then uh, 520 Pacific too. So a prime time game. Uh, as we get into uh, week 15. You know, and, and one more thing, uh, Vinny, we, we talked about it. Yeah. And uh, Stormy, what's great for our side of the corner with these last three or four weeks is like, everybody's in contention. I mean, it's, mm -hmm. forget like the Jets and teams like that, but there's so many teams vying for these spots, which just creates better interest, creates better crowds, creates more money bet. Well, and what does that mean for you guys with regards to how you approach some of these futures markets then? Because like you said, everybody is in contention. There's there's so much up for grabs still around the NFL. You know, well, I'm sorry, Vincenzo. Uh, just real quick, uh, Parity promotes 
promotes action, right, Stormy? And the, and the most important thing is that only one team can win. So with with so many teams in contention, what it does is it boosts the handle, Jimmy, yeah. to uh, in terms of the future book. Uh, and again, right now we're we're in pretty good shape with the futures. I think uh, uh, the only team that uh, really hurt us, uh, but that we've really uh, it, it hasn't been as bad uh, uh, in the last couple of weeks, was the Raiders. Uh, yeah, you know, and everything else. When you get to the point like this, too, uh, it's good for this side only because there's so many teams in contention. It means there'll be more money bet. Even like if you're saying, "Well, my team's got a little chance," so way out the door, you might bet fifty dollars on teams where you came from. So it does nothing but enhance the drop when you have all these people trying to win the Super Bowl. Well, okay, and I know you guys have said this before to me a number of times on the program, but that. The, the betting on other sports right now, NBA, college football, college basketball, whatever's going on, like you're still getting a really good handle for those. Can you put that into context a little bit with the enormous handle that there is on NFL that you're still getting all these other sports being bet on also? Well, because for me, it's been college basketball. I mean, we're talking, you know, here, here we are only in December. We're talking about big Matt Purdue playing the other day, Duke playing, and everything's yeah. on TV, and his was on TV every 20 minutes. It does nothing but boost it. We take a big push between now and the first of the year with college basketball also intertwined with the NFL. It, the uh, the cross-sport parlays have become even more popular too, Stormy, and it all, everything keyed to the uh, to the NFL uh, with NBA, college, uh, basketball, any uh, any NHL. But uh, pros can still zero in. You know, we're booking everything, but the pros don't have to bet everything. And they can zero in on a particular sport or a particular conference in the case of college basketball. No, that is really interesting. And uh, I hate that I have to let you go. I feel like I could ask you a million more questions. But thank you so much for the time and giving us that perspective. I really appreciate it. We'll see you same time next week. Take care, Stormy. Thanks, fellas. That's Jimmy Vaccaro, Vinny Maiulo over at the South Point. Really good perspective. I'm, I'm sad that we had to get out of here. We're up against it with a break. I wanted to ask them a little bit more about some bowl games and what the handle is for some people that are getting in on those early games and how to bet them. So we'll, we'll circle back on that item tomorrow. When we come back, be better. And our guy, Michael Lombardi, joins the program, former NFL executive host of the Lombardi line here on VEASAN. Break down a little bit more of the NFL from yesterday. Guys of the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. Looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams? Bet Rivers has you covered. Bet Rivers has launched a series of city casts designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. There are city casts in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, LA, and now New York. Subscribe to your local city cast wherever you get your podcast. Back here on My Guys in the Desert, Stormy Bonantoni with you live from Las Vegas. Time for our Be Better Did They or Didn't They update every week. I challenge a couple players and teams to be better in certain areas, and uh, let's see how they did. Starting with the Dallas run game, and it continues to struggle. Why can't you be better, Dallas? No, they did get their win, obviously, but no Tony Pollard in the ground game doesn't help their struggles by any means. They did get over 120 yards on the ground, but they're averaging 3.4 yards per carry. No touchdowns on the ground. Their longest rush was 11 yards by Dak Prescott. Not good enough, especially given Dak's struggle. So put that into perspective. Ezekiel Elliott, 45 yards on 12 carries and no scores. Taysom Hill had 75 yards on the on 11 carries on the ground and two touchdowns, which leads me to the next person I asked to be better was Taysom Hill. So big fat yes for you. Mallet finger and all. 15 of 21 through the air, 175 yards. No passing touchdowns, but no picks. Rebounding from what was a four-interception performance a week ago and a win. So Five-game skid, no more. Good for you, Taysom Hill. And you know who else got a big win? Kansas City, looking like the Chiefs of old against the Raiders. And Tyreek Hill, who we also challenged to be better, didn't have any drops. Yes, it was a low target output, but he caught all four of them, 76 yards. Uh, made the most of those touches. Big chunk plays. Still the league leader in dropped passes, unfortunately, according to Pro Football Focus. But gained some ground with a good game. Yes! Challenge you to be better, Tyreek. You did it. Really proud of you. Uh, time now to welcome in our guy, Michael Lombardi, former NFL executive, host of the Lombardi line here on VEASAN. Michael, you had a good weekend, didn't you? Uh, 
yeah, it was fun. We had a good time. I mean, the shows went well, so it was all good. I, was, I think it was uh, interesting. Yeah, no, I was talking more about your picks from that standpoint. You did really well. Um, what were some of your... Oh, thank you. <laughs> what were some of your uh, yeah, biggest takeaways, I, uh, though? Well, I thought it was, you know, obviously, I, I think the book had a hard time really justifying the numbers, you know. Uh, nobody wanted to take the underdog. Nobody wanted to take Denver. Nobody wanted to take Detroit. And why would you? I mean, they could have put that line. I think at 18. I'm not sure anybody would have taken it. You know, I, no one wanted to take Jacksonville. No one wanted to take Houston. And I think that everybody was right. I mean, like I, I like taking dogs, but I think it was just a hard week to take a dog because the matchups were so bad in terms of who they were playing and the situation. The line that surprised me the most was how the Saints were only a five-and-a-half-point uh, favorite to the Jets. I mean, the Jets are not any good, especially with Zach Wilson, at quarterback. And then when you look at Dennis Allen's ability to pressure the passer, I mean, to me, that, that game should have gone at least closer to seven, and yet it closed at four. Mm -hmm. It didn't make any sense. I feel like a lot of people just weren't sure what was to be known about Taysom Hill at quarterback and his injuries, right? But obviously had a very good day. I feel like that plantar fascia in his foot isn't bothering him at all, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I think he's, I mean, look, he was really good. I, I think a lot of people, you know, on, on the, the last, on the Thursday night game against the Cowboys, he threw four picks, but there were moments when he played good in that game. Uh, he didn't play, I mean, he, he didn't, the outcome wasn't what he wanted. And he certainly had some really bonehead plays, but as far as the game, I mean, he could move the ball much better than Trevor Simeon. And look, let's face it. I mean, the only time the Jets actually moved the football is when Joe Flacco or Mike White were in the game. Zach Wilson has been able to move the ball all year, really, for the most part, other than the Tennessee game when all their players were injured. So I know 12-1 and straight up, 11-2 and against the spread for the favorites isn't going to happen week after week, but we're seeing a lot of big numbers again for this coming week in the NFL. Is it kind of a trend that you could see continuing, though, with some of these favorites being able to cash more to come this kind of point in the season where we know who people are a little bit more and, like you said, the weaker matchups? Well, I think the lines are just getting bigger and bigger, right? The Saints are an 11-point dog, uh, you know, to to uh, to Tampa this week. I mean, that that's, I think there'll be a lot of people on the Saints, and that's a pretty steep line, 11. You know, I, I think when you look at uh, Arizona's 14, I don't know if you could take Detroit, but a 14, 13-and-a-half-point dog at home, mm -hmm. that's a lot, almost two touchdowns. Uh, so, you know, and, and then I think the Dallas Giant line, based on the health of the Giants, I think you've got to be concerned, but if Mike Lennon's going to play quarterback, I don't know how you don't look at that 10 and a half, but I think the dogs will cover better this week because the matchups are a little bit in the favor. The line that's going to be interesting is going to be what happens with the Green Bay Baltimore because, you know, right now that line's it opened up at seven. They took it off the board. Now it's back up at five and four. Nobody knows where Lamar is in terms of is he going to play or not. One of the games that you mentioned, though, uh, obviously Cardinals-Lions coming up on Sunday after we still have to get through the Cardinals playing tonight. So on Monday night football, there are three point favorites against the Rams. Do you think you like them in this spot against LA? I did before all the COVID stuff today yeah. on my show, we talked about the COVID injuries, Rob Haverstein, who, you know, was put on COVID two days ago, the starting right tackle. That means Joey Noteboom's got to play right tackle, you know, so the depth of their offensive line is not very good. And it wasn't very good to begin with. And so now that they don't have Higby and then they don't have Jalen Ramsey, I mean, you know, they got to block the front, but also the front's got to keep Trace Tyler Murray around. And then can they cover? I think this is going to be a hard game for Raheem Morris. He's got to play a lot of zone. You know, he's not going to be able to, who's covering Hopkins? Who's going to cover A.J. Green? Who's going to cover, you, you, you know, all the receivers? I think it's going to be a real challenge. To me, this is, Arizona's a good team. They dominated the last time they went out there mm -hmm. when they played in Los Angeles. They ran for over 200 yards. They threw for, you know, 220-some yards. I, I think they'll move the football. And can the Rams protect Stafford? I think that's going to be the big issue. Even with that news coming out, nothing really changed in the total, still stuck at 51. Do you think this will be more of that high-scoring approach then based on just what you said specifically with the Cardinals offensively? I, th I think both teams will move the ball. And I think the one thing about the Rams, when you, you if you, the Rams are, you know, they're going to keep trying to score. And I think we saw that in the last time they played, they were down 37 to I think 13 or something. They came, they tried to get back into it. So you know, that was the other thing, I think, Stormy. We didn't see any attempts at backdoor covers. I mean, the Giants mm -hmm. gave it a decent attempt, but there was really no backdoor covers yesterday.
Hey, have the Chiefs figured this thing out or are they just really good against the Raiders? That's something I'm still, I, I'm hoping that they have a good performance up here on Thursday night football against the Chargers because the one thing that keeps sticking out on me is their dominant performance. Both games that they've had monster games have been against Vegas, but who are they really? Yeah. Well, I mean, look, the, the Chargers today had to put Slater on their injured, on the COVID list. They're starting left tackle. That's not good. You know, and, and that's a problem. The line has gone from three and a half up to four already. Uh, and so I think it could tick up just another half point. But for me, I, I think their defense has played really well since the second half of the Washington game. They've done really good and they create turnovers. I mean, they've created 11 turnovers in the last three weeks. So they're good at doing that. I don't think their offense is back, but look, the Raiders continue to want to play them with single high safety, played more single high safety than any team in the last eight weeks against them. And if, if you keep doing that, Tyreek Hill, you know, I, I don't see how these pro focused leads the league in drops. I mean, the, I got to go back and watch the tape because I don't see them drop the ball that much. I really don't. I see some bad throws. I see some bad placements <laughs> of the football. But, I mean, I don't understand that pro football focus grade. Somebody's got to tell me when he drops passes that are really catchable. I think if you ask anybody in the league, they tell you his hands are really good. Well, and I was going to say, Patrick Mahomes as a quarterback, according to pro football focus, leads the league just as a player in general with passes that are dropped by his teammates. So, yeah, we'll have to do yeah, yeah, Well, that's that's clearly the case. Storm, they're just giving yeah. – I mean, he's thrown some really bad balls. He's he's thrown that that, that the announcer's label is drops when they, when they shouldn't even be there. The accuracy compared to what Aaron Rodgers has showed lately is not even close. His mom's got to stop complaining about his receivers then. <laughs> I'm sure you're getting sick of being asked about this, but your tweet earlier today about the Urban Meyer situation, talking about the report from Tom Pelissero being the tip of the iceberg, being much worse than we all imagined. What kind of insight can you give us into Urban's situation with the Jags? Well, I mean, it, it's what I said. I talked to somebody in the building, and they said, hey, look, whatever Palosero wrote, it's much worse here. It's hard. I mean, it's they're getting yelled at. It's it's kind of a uh, – it's no leadership. It's just blame. Now, he leaves the defense alone, so I think the defense hasn't been involved as much. But it's it's not a very good environment. And let me ask you this question. If you're Shad Khan, who's going to want to come play for your team? How are you going to get anybody to come down there? When it comes to, to his situation, like, is – I don't even know how to word this properly, but is he somebody that like you just have to get out of the you just have to get him out of the door because he's the cancer? We hear that about players all the time about how they can be a cancerous issue for their team. But when your coach is the cancerous person or issue, what do you what are you supposed to do as a team? Well, I think there's no doubt that that you know I mean you you have to the guy who's supposed to be leading is the one creating the bad culture. That doesn't leave you very many answers. And let's just put it this way. If, if if Josh McDaniels, Andy Reid, Kyle Shanahan, Sean McVay were, were coaching were coaching Trevor Lawrence, do you think he'd look like he looks right now? I don't think so. But I don't know because we're go. not in that situation, but I don't think so. Thank you so much, Michael. You're awesome. All right. Bye-bye. Mondays with Michael, former NFL executive Michael Lombardi, host of the Lombardi Line here on VEASAN. When we come back, we love that plus money. So... We're going to look at some of the props for the Monday Night Football game, where we can get some of that best value. And Steve Buchanan, DraftKings NFL betting analyst, going to give us a little bit of the lowdown on his favorite go-to prop spots as well. Stay with us, my guys in the desert. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? 
Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now.
Yeah, so I, I like the Cardinals even before the COVID-19 news came out, but how do you not like them even more now with Jalen Ramsey out? I don't think you can say enough how much of an issue that's going to be now for the Rams to try to make up for that in their secondary. The public loves the Cardinals too as well, according to the DraftKings Sportsbook. 76% of the handle, 70% of the bets are on the Cardinals at minus three, which it has moved to there as well. Cardinals have been one of the best teams to cover against the spread on the year. Nine and three on the season where the Rams have only covered one in their last six games. And I just think that's going to be so much for them to overcome with Jalen Ramsey. That opens up so much more for DeAndre Hopkins. Now you have one of the most talented receivers in the game, potentially going up two call-ups, two guys coming off the practice squad to take the spot for Jalen Ramsey. That's not good news for the Rams. Since this news has come out, has that line moved? Obviously, the game line, as you mentioned, moved from two to three. But what about DeAndre Hopkins? I, I see you, Kat, you grabbed the 58 and a half for his receiving yards. Has that moved at all? Oh, yeah. I mean, this was something I was interested in the under before Ramsey was ruled out. Now that he's out, give me the over all day. This is up to 66 and a half yards oh, wow. now. The public reacted to this one quickly. But you look at the stats between Ramsey and Hopkins. Hopkins has 38 catches on 77 targets in his career uh, going up against Jalen Ramsey. That's less than half of the receptions there. And like I mentioned, two guys coming up from the practice squad, uh, you know, Passwood taking on DeAndre Hopkins. I mean, these poor guys. And neither of them have seen the field at all this season. And it's like, okay, we'll go defend DeAndre Hopkins now. Have fun with that. <laughs> so, obviously, you know, this is an over spot for me now. Uh, like I mentioned, this has gone up almost 10 yards since the Ramsey news came out. But I still like it at this number here. So, like, over 66 and a half yards for Hopkins. Yeah, and especially he got a little eased in last week, you know, coming back off the injury. So, we'll see what he's able to do today. Yeah. What about on the other side? Uh, I liked Cooper Cup. With his receptions, uh, what about his receiving yards, you thinking? I mean, at what point are you going to, like, wake up on a Monday and be like, I'm going to take the under on Cooper Cup's receiving yards because I want to watch the world burn. Like, that's the only reason why someone would do that. But he's going to be seeing Byron Murphy Jr. in coverage most of this game. He's allowing a 60% reception rate. Under 12 yards per reception on those catches that he's allowing. But, I mean, we've seen Cup go over 92 yards or more in all but what game? Which was that game? That was actually here against the Cardinals. But that was also with Tyler Higby active, with Robert Woods active. The ball is going to be funneling towards Cooper Cup even more than it has been already. It seems amazing to think that that could possibly happen. But with those two guys out in this in this game here, over 93 and a half, I mean, come on, I'm, I'm not going to take the under. So you just automatically take the over in this spot. He should just, instead of having Cup on the back of his jersey, it should say Cup runneth over, probably. For those of us yeah, watching. Yeah, absolutely. And anything. One man wrecking crew, something. Just not, not anything but cup. That's all we need at this point. <laughs> what about OBJ on his other end? Uh, I see you have longest reception over 19 and a half. You think if somebody's getting the chunk play, it's going to be him? Yeah, absolutely. I think this is a pretty low number, too, for Odell Beckham Jr. His average distance of target since joining the Rams sits at 15.6. That's the highest on the team in that span by almost four yards. Van Jefferson is next in line. Also somebody who goes downfield, but he's next in line at just over 12 yards. So they're designing these plays to get Odell, Odell Beckham Jr. down the field. They're going to have to do that here, too, because, again, with the with the Cardinals most likely having a handle on this game, that's going to force Matt Stafford to be throwing the ball a lot in this game so if we're going to try to do that who better to go downfield and try to catch one of those long ones than obj so love taking the number at over 19 and a half would not be shocked if he's in 20 plus range for as long as catching this game what do you think changed for obj and the, the rams honestly as a whole with matt stafford last week was it just playing the jags got them to get back on the right foot and now they're kind of back in game playing mode or what changed to you I mean, honestly, the Jaguars are, are that team where you get right. Like, they just got shut out last, you know, yesterday. They haven't even, Trevor Lawrence hasn't thrown a touchdown in almost two months now, it feels like. It's absolutely unbelievable. But, you know, that is such a good spot to try new things, get guys acclimated with the offense. I mean, that's been the big thing is OBJ needs to get acclimated with this, with this offense. Playing in garbage time against the Jaguars, that's where you got to do that there. But I think that's really where the things are starting to click. And Stafford getting a little bit healthy, too. He had, like, nine injuries. Don't hold me to that. Like, three weeks ago that he was coming into the game with somehow played them all. So, if he's getting healthier, that's just going to help this offense. Because just remember how good they were clicking at the beginning of the season. That's the Matt Stafford we should be seeing moving forward. Yeah, and that's what Matt Stafford does, right? He plays through stuff, acts like it doesn't hurt him. But, hey, if it's bothering you... Got to see what you can do, and it's nice to see him back on the right track. Um, this is something I've actually never bet on is sacks. You have under four and a half sacks in the game. 
Yeah, I mean, let's get something crazy, right? Why do we have to take all the boring bets? Like, take something <laughs> where you're like, you know, let's under four and a half sacks. Why not? And this is a plus money one too, right? So plus money, honey, yes. let's go, baby. Let's but look, go. Here, here's the thing that I, that I, <laughs> what is what I like about this one. Both of these quarterbacks are protected really well in the pocket. Uh, Kyler Murray's only be under pressure on 28% of his dropbacks. Matt Stafford, 24.4%. These are some of the lowest in the league. And then you look at sacks taken by both of these quarterbacks. Murray averages two per game. Stafford, 1.4 per game. That's under that four and a half total there. So you want to bet something a little unique. You want to not be boring on a Monday night under four and a half sacks. Impress your family and friends by taking something like this. Yeah, who wants to be boring? I, I know we got to let you go. The show's no wrapping up. But is there anything else this week that we should know? I would love to go against the 49ers, but they're playing the, the Falcons. So forget that. Green Bay down to minus five against the Ravens. Two teams going in the complete opposite directions. I don't see how the Packers don't cover this one. 11 and two against the spread. Give me the Packers all day. You're the man. Thanks so much, Steve. Appreciate you. Talk to you later. Thanks. That's Steve Buchanan, DraftKings analyst covering the NFL. Great stuff. I know we're all prepped up now for Monday Night Football. Rams and Cardinals. Do your own research as well, but I think we got some great plays there, and I'm super excited to bet the H-E double hockey sticks out of Cooper Cup tonight. Also, my play, taken by Storm. I like the over in this one. I got it at 50 and a half this morning. Um, I like some points to be scored, both offenses to capitalize. That's going to do it for my guys the desert. Keep it locked, though. v the Sports Betting Network. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s, dance away with hip hop beats, and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.